How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Final hour with you here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Thomas in for the guys this afternoon on Dukes and Bell. Big thanks to Joe Patrick, who joined me in studio all of last hour, we took a bunch of your phone calls, answered questions on the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line at 404-741-0929 about the Falcons offseason. Plenty to get into there. If you missed the conversation, just go online at odyssey.com or download the Odyssey app and just punch in 92.9 The Game and you'll take us with you anywhere you want to go. Eric, for the final time today, we start off every day at – you know what? There goes the perfect show. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. You know what? When things are going well, or at least you think they're going well, you get a little ahead of yourself. You get a little cocky. You stick your chest out a little bit too much, and you forget the basics. Blocking and tackling, E, that's what we need to do here yes, in the me. final hour of the program. Speaking of which, you got some questions for me, and I got some answers. Oh, absolutely. I got some questions for you, but don't worry. I'm not going to ask you how many times a week you shower, but ah, I digress on that one. So Daily, you know, by we, the way. For everyone out there, daily, daily. 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 Okay. All right. Sometimes sure. twice a day, especially in those summer months. There you go. So, you know, so early in the show, we had some sound that we were going to talk about and we never got to it. So I'm going to circle back to a few of those and ask you a few questions on some of these sounds. So first off, great NBA All-Star Saturday night. All-Star Saturday night turned out to be a lot better than All-Star Sunday night. But we, we all know the big story of Saturday night. A young man out of... The Delaware Blue Coats pulled up to the Philadelphia 76ers, has now become a NBA legend. Let's have a little listen real quick. He's got the Gate City jersey on over his 76ers jersey, a team he signed with less than a week ago. And he might just win the slam dunk. Here he is. Oh, a 360 and a bit more, and he slams it home, and he says it's over. It's over, surrounded by NBA veterans. So, bottom line, true or false, whatever you want to say, is that young man, Max McClung, forever an NBA legend? Who? Mac. McClung. Isn't Mac McClung? Who? Who? Oh, so is that your answer? Who? No. <laughs> no, yeah, no. He had a great he had a great showing at All-Star Weekend. He, in my opinion, saved the weekend. 
I know Dame had a great three-point shooting contest, but, eh, I mean, if Steph's not in it, is it really a three-point? It's like, you know, back in the 80s, if Bird wasn't in it, was it really a three-point shooting contest without the top dog in it? So that wasn't too interesting for me. The dunk contest, while it didn't have any names, this guy clearly has now emerged, and he's going to be uh, – you know what the problem is with these guys, Loie? I don't want him to turn into like a Tim Tebow type where he's just a spectacle. Mm-hmm. He's not actually. I hope this kid has an actual future in the NBA. Well, you know, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm hoping he's in the league next year so that he can at least come back and try to defeat. I mean, defend it. Yeah. I he's got to come back. Right. And right now they had to sign him to a two way contract just to get him into the, right. into the contest yeah. in the first place. Uh, but no, I mean, I remember, you know, it's one of those things like. Oh, I remember that guy now. I forgot he existed because he's been in no man's land for three years since college. But he was at Georgetown. Yeah. Didn't work out. Transferred to Texas Tech. And he was a highlight superstar. House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, all that all that on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. He was a star. But he wasn't an actual star on the court. That was the problem. He's a gimmicky type player. But you see that level of, of athleticism and you say, maybe we got something here. So I hope the kid has a good career, but uh, he certainly saved NBA All-Star Weekend, in my opinion, at the very least. All right, moving right along. Let's go over to the uh, beautiful greens that we call golf. And uh, we didn't get a chance to this, but our guy Tiger came out, hosted his tournament, had three good rounds, one bad round. But then he had this to say about playing in majors. I'll let you hear the sound, and then I'll ask you a question. My goal, you know, each and every year from here going forward is to play in all the majors. I'm not going to play too much more than that. My body and my leg just and my back just won't allow me to play much more than that anymore. So that that was my goal last year, and I was able to play three of the four this year. Hopefully I can play all four this year. All right, so four majors a year. Tiger Woods is 46 years old. Him and LeBron share a birthday. He's 46, 47, something like that. Bottom line, will he ever win another major again in his career? I hope so, but I don't think so, if if that's an okay answer. I mean, it's kind of splitting the baby a little bit. But at the same time, he, you saw it this weekend. He just, you know, he has a little bit left in the tank, but is that leg ever going to hold up for four days? And then the back. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. He, he looks and he don't like, even lose any weight. So, so. No, he's in phenomenal shape. He, yeah. he looks like a guy that went through a major car accident and has had several back surgeries. That's what he looks like out there. But he's also maybe the greatest golfer ever, so there's only so much that can make up for the body that's in shambles right now. I mean, he's obviously made a lot of progress, but, you know, if he was allowed to have a cart, I'd say those chances Probably, would go up yeah, a lot. Probably, yeah, go way higher. Yeah, but, you know, if he's going to have to walk for four days and, you know, absorb the elements, and as it gets a little warmer out, you know, you're sweating, and I, I think it's going to be really, really tough. But but I didn't think he'd ever win the last one. So prove me wrong once, hopefully prove me wrong again. We can have this conversation. You think he plays in the PGA majors into his late 50s? Late 50s? Oof. That's 10 more years. No. No. Unless there's a miracle and some substantial improvement from where he is right now. Gotcha. But he basically put it like he is going through hell 
every day when he gets off that course right. just to get back on the next right. day. Okay. Ice baths, chambers, recovery, massages, sleeps, all, kinds all that of stuff. all that kind of stuff. So I don't I, ten more years, I don't know. I I think we need to be at this position with him to close it out. Every time we get to watch him play a major, just enjoy it. Appreciate it. Just Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Let's all. appreciate it. Yep. yep. No expectations. All right. Going back to the shield. This story, I'm still kind of mind-boggled about this. Eric B. Enemy says, uh, Big Red, I appreciate the two rings. I appreciate the, the, the you know, being your right-hand man for the past seven, eight, whatever, how many years it is, the five straight home AFC championship days, but uh, I'm catching a flight to D.C., and I'm going to be the man, the main play caller for the Washington Commanders because guess what? I can do this all by myself. I don't need Travis Kelsey. I don't need Pat Mahomes. I'm going to turn Taylor Haneke, Sam whoever, or like third Sam brand. Sam Howell, you and me. <laughs> I'm going to turn these guys into the next IT you-know-what. Is this dude crazy or what? He is not crazy, but... but He's delusional, big man. I don't, here's the thing. How many more years does Andy Reid have left? That's the question. Because if it's seven and he's going to coach till he's, you know, whatever, 73, 72... Yeah. He's not going to stay there for seven more years. Nope. If it's two or three, then you're right. But we have no way of knowing because Andy Reid came out after the Super Bowl and said, I'm not going anywhere, at least for now. And you would think the Chiefs aren't going anywhere anytime soon either. So if the Chiefs remain, you know, one of the two or three best teams in the AFC and Andy Reid is, you know, making AFC championship games every other year and going to Super Bowls, why would he retire unless something happens, you know, with his health or with his family or something like that? But I don't see him going anywhere for at least a few more years. So tell me this. How safe do you think Ron Rivera's job is? I don't think it's too safe. Well, if Ron Rivera's job's not too safe, do you think they're just going to say, okay, Eric, we'll, fly, we'll fire Rivera and, and, and give you the head coaching job? Did they yes. tell it? I yes. mean, I, I don't put anything past Daniel uh, Snyder. I, th- I think but. that's why he went there. Really? Because the step down, well, think about how big the step down is between the Chiefs and the Commanders. It's, it's a drop off the cliff. They're the worst team in their division by a lot. This is why I said this dude's delusional. Why? I mean, I could sit there and be the man next to the man next to the man next to the man next to the man collecting rings and paychecks for at least five, six more years. Just call me that guy. Well, let me give you a comparison. Sure. I could be the man next to the man next to the man next to the man on Dukes and Bell for the next 10 years and be good. Right. But I want to host my own show eventually. So you got to break free. You got to be you got to you got to fly away from the nest sometimes, you know? If you're the highest paid man next to the man next to the man next to the man, I feel you. I mean, Christmas well, I'm certainly not the highest paid man next to the man <laughs> next to the man. You know, you, know, you feel me? So I can't I, I can't confirm that, but you. no. You I, keep doing what you're doing, brother. You're going to get there real fast. I appreciate it. All right. So, Eric Bienemy, you share my name. I'm from the DMV. A lot of Commanders fans in my family or whatever they call themselves now. I guarantee you no one in my family are calling them the Commanders. But uh, I liked Washington football team. You know, you know that wasn't bad, you know. But I, I wish them luck. All right, let's uh, let's go to this this recreational uh, football game that we saw play over the weekend, and these ones that will start in April. Yeah, I'm talking about the XFL 
and the USFL. I just want to know, over and under, two, will you watch even two full XFL or USFL games this spring and summer, even two? Well, so far, I'm 0 for 2 because I didn't watch one second of either game for this weekend. Um, Here's the thing. Gambling's not legal in the great state of Georgia. And that would be the only <laughs> that would be the only way you could get me to watch one of these games if, if I had something on it. Let's really? put it that way. And I certainly ain't extending my way into what is illegal activities in this state to bet on the XFL or the USFL. I'm not that desperate. Thankfully. There's nothing you could do on a Saturday and say, you know what, ain't hey, nothing on TV. I'm gonna give the XFL three hours of my day. There are so many shows that I haven't watched oh, that I would rather <laughs> dedicate my time to. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. That's 10 seasons yep. right there. I mean, to the, why? For what? I no, mean, I feel you. it's not the same. It's just not. I mean, there's no – you can spice it up and do all these extra rules mm. and throw passes backwards and have three-point extra plays after touchdowns. It's, it, it, it's for somebody, clearly. They were fans in the stands, but – I get my dose of college football in the NFL, and I'm a huge baseball fan, and I'm a huge basketball fan, so I'm good. All right, let's go to these um, non-sports-related questions. I got one that's a funny one for you, and I got one that I will ask. It's a little more personal. Now, I'll start with a little more personal one. So, you know, you tell everybody that you're Chris Thomas, you're filling in for Duke's Bell, and I know you're Chris Thomas, but every time I get an email from you, it does not say Chris Thomas. No. Okay, so – you know, I've actually, this is my third or fourth time working here. I always try to learn some action about where you were from, actually about what you would do if you weren't in radio. But this time, explain to me, what is Chris Arndt? Yeah, so that's my actual last name. That's um, the government. Yeah, that's that's what I put on the paychecks and on the checks and on the credit cards. Right. But, what, so what happened was, see, what see, happened see, was, see now what had happened what, what was. What happened was. Uh, I will explain. Okay. Um, my first job in radio out of college was at a very, very, very tiny station in northern New Jersey called WGHT 1500 AM. Okay. And I was the midday news anchor for WGHT 1500 AM. And you have to do your lock-in and your lock-out, basically saying, this is Chris Thomas with your midday news. Mm-hmm. And I would read the stories of the day. Well, when I first got there, my boss at the time said, your last name stinks to pronounce on the air. How do you say it? Aren't. Like you aren't going somewhere. Gotcha. And no one's going to remember it, so you're going to do what a lot of people do in broadcasting, and you're going to go by a second last name. And I was like, well, my middle name is Thomas, and that's my dad's name. So he was like, all right, you will forever now be known as Chris Thomas. And it's been that way ever since. So I'm honoring my dad and uh, making myself easier to follow. Like out Twitter, C Thomas Radio. There's not people guessing how to spell that. Nope, not Easy at all. To follow. It's okay. A R N D T. There's a silent D in there, so it just messes everybody up. There it is. Well, see, I learned something new about how you. How about that? Okay. And last one. This one's actually kind of uh, interesting to me because you know um, I know these people. You know, I'm not gonna say how I know them, but you know, depending on if you believe the story or not. Do you know much about Corey Beerman and Kim Zoliak Beerman? No. No? Okay. So, you know, Corey, former Falcon. Sure. Kim, real housewife of Atlanta before she was ever a wife, you know, but now they're married. And supposedly the stories have hit the internet that, unfortunately, they're suffering some financial issues and that their home, their mansion up there in Alpharetta, 
I've been to it. I've been to an event there. Very nice place. It's in for closure. Welcome now, to the club. Now, now Kim is on everything that she can, saying this is not true, and I'm going to be here for years and years to come. You know, I mean, would you feel sorry for our ex-Falcon and his <gasps> wife, whatever, you know, they are, if they unfortunately lost their home? No. <laughs> no, I don't. No tissues. No, no tissues for Chris. Because, listen, you get, at least to a certain degree, some type of financial wisdom making your way through the ranks of professional football. At least in a sense of don't do shady stuff behind the scenes. Don't overspend beyond your means. Don't buy something that costs $50,000 just because it looks pretty. These guys are smarter than that, or they should be. And if you don't want to take the time to educate yourself and educate your family about how to save money and be financially sound and make smart decisions, and you want to get a mansion and you want to drive the Ferrari or the Benz or whatever it is, and you live beyond your means, that's that's your fault. And that applies to everybody. If I live beyond my means, if you live beyond yours, you need to be smarter than that. It's one thing if you're doing it because you're trying to support your family and you can barely stay afloat. But if you're doing it because you're a sucker and you just want all the glitz and the glam, that's on you, pal. That's what I have to say about that. Well, I appreciate it. Those are my six questions for you, man, man, and uh, answered them all very well. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Coming back, we're wrapping this thing up in just a few short minutes. But before we get out of here, I'm going to talk to our buddy Christopher Price. He covers the NFL. Major storylines coming up. Where's Aaron Rodgers going to play? And should the Falcons get another quarterback? All that and more next. Chris Thomason for Dukes and Bell. Sports Radio, 929 The Game. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Oh, the NFL is never really in the offseason. You know what I'm talking about? It is Chris Thomas taking you up until the top of the hour. In for the guys on Dukes and Bell right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And without further ado, let's head right out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Welcome in our next guest, Christopher Price. He covers the NFL for the Patriot Report podcast. Christopher, appreciate the time. My pleasure. How are you doing this afternoon? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, before we get out to some broader headlines, let's start with the team you cover. Uh, interesting season for Mac Jones and Bill Belichick with their whole offensive game plan and sort of the if you have two coordinators, you don't have any approach, and Mac really <laughs> seemed to take a step back. W- what did you make of the season for him and the team? Yeah, I think in a lot of ways for Mac specifically, it was a lost season. When you look at what he was able to do as a rookie, getting them to the postseason, obviously he wasn't the only reason they made the playoffs in his first year, but he was a sizable reason why. And then what you did last year, you know, this past season was you saddled them with two guys who were completely unfit for the job of offensive coordinator. And so I think they've taken a big step forward by bringing in Bill O'Brien. I think they're going to continue to invest around him. They're going to go out. They're going to get a couple of offensive tackles, ideally, and another pass catcher. And I think he should be back to where he needs to be going into the 2023 season. But, yeah, 2022, this this past year, it was a lost year for him in a lot of ways. Any sense that Bill's getting frustrated with the lack of success that he had compared to his first, I don't know, 20 years in the league? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? You would think so. I I think at at his core, though, Bill is a teacher, and I think that's one of the reasons that he's stayed in the game as long as he has. And, you know, he, he's able to work with these young guys and, and get them to a point where they're, you know, a competitive football team. And, and so I, I don't think that ultimately, to answer your question, I don't think that he's, 
you know, upset. I think he understands that, you know, these last couple of years has been a process of hitting the reset button. And, you know, he wants to get them back to where they need to be as a franchise. How does Patriot Nation look at Tom Brady in the way that he ended his career? There's a little bit of regret there, you know, I, I, and I think that's only natural when you look at a lot of guys. I mean, people in, you know, the San Francisco 49ers fans probably look at, you know, Joe Montana the same way that they would have loved to have had him for his entire career, but it just, you know, wasn't meant to be. Indianapolis Colts fans with Peyton Manning, it just kind of is what it is, you know, with, with quarterbacks and you know, with that stage of their careers. So I, I think that there was a little bit of regret, and, and I think that it spurred a lot of, you know, for years and years up here, the, the big conversation was, well, is it Brady or is it Belichick? And, and I think that, you know, with Tom getting to the Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, and, and having success with the Buccaneers, I think there was very much of a knee-jerk reaction. Well, well it was all Brady. So, uh, you know, maybe that kind of, you know, the, the, the skills start to balance again. But I think ultimately, like I said, I think there was a little regret as to the way it ended. Here in Atlanta, we're also breaking in a new quarterback in Desmond Ritter. In your opinion, do you think the team should hand the keys over to him or should they bring in a guy to challenge him? Well, I think it's always good to challenge him. I, I think it's good to challenge a quarterback at any phase of his career. We saw that here in New England um, back in 2014 when they when they drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, you know, Tom would admit it, but later it, it was very clear that, you know, it kind of put spurs to him a little bit. So I think competition in any position is good. Uh, that being said, if you're going to go with a guy like Ritter, I think you need to fully invest around him. One of the secrets to, I think, managing a young quarterback. And we've seen that here. You know, we just talked about this here at the top of the conversation where you need to start put, you need to put more guys around him than you would uh, a veteran quarterback. You need to do your best, your level best to set that person up for success. Uh, and if that means bringing in, you know, a, an extra layer of protection and tackle or another playmaker, uh, that's what you need to do. So I, I think it depends on the situation. But if you are going to go that way, if you're going to go with, with a guy like Ritter, you need to do everything within your power to make sure he is set up for success, at least in the early stage of his career. Talking all things NFL with Christopher Price of the Patriots Report podcast right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris Thomason for the guys on Dukes and Bell this afternoon. All right, we're all waiting for the puff of white smoke and Rodgers to emerge out of the hole. Where do you think he lands? <laughs> I, you know what? I think he goes back to Green Bay. Maybe I'm just being naive. You know, I, I think that there's a comfort level there with, you know, the franchise and the fan base and, you know, playing in Lambeau and everything that goes with it. Of course, you know, I say that having covered a team with a you know quarterback who played for 20 years and then went off to Tampa Bay. So um, I, I have to believe that, you know, he, he ultimately ends up back in Green Bay. But yeah, I mean, he's the guy who you know, I, I spoke with someone yesterday about, you know, the whole quarterback carousel. It's like musical chairs. You know, he's the guy who starts the whole thing off. You know, he's the first domino to fall. And then guys like Derek Carr and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo and the rest of them will kind of, you know, eventually start to follow. So I think for my money, as we sit here right now, what is it, February 20th? I think he ends up going back to Green Bay. But that could change at the drop of a hat, obviously. Yeah, you mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's one of the more curious quarterbacks in the league because we've seen him have team success the individual numbers are okay. You got to see him up close and personal for all those years. Is he a franchise quarterback? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I don't think he is a, a, a Rodgers, Brady, you know, Mahomes, multiple Super Bowl winning, you know. But I, I think he's a very, very good quarterback, and I, I think ultimately, then by you know by that definition, I think he's a I think he's a franchise quarterback. I would love to see him in, in Las Vegas with Josh McDaniels because the two had a good working relationship in New England. 
for a while. And if they could make the money work out, I think that would be a really good fit for him if Jimmy ended up in, in Vegas with Josh McDaniels. A familiar face, you know, a relatively familiar situation. You know, there's some expatriates on that roster as well. So I think that'd be a good fit for him. A team that's uh, in the AFC East that you see two times a year, at least the Patriots do, is the Buffalo Bills and their storyline that just keeps giving because of the growth, the growth of Josh Allen. And unfortunately, Christopher, they seemingly get up to the finish line but can never cross it, going all the way back to the days of Jim Kelly. What have you seen from this team in terms of their growth but ultimately stumbling when it matters most? This is maybe my most fascinating team this offseason because they, in a lot of ways, were built to win it all this year. They have a lot of contract questions going into 2023, and I think it's going to be a really pivotal year for them in terms of the way they go about their team-building process. I like them, and the fact that this is, you know, we talked about this, it's a quarterback-driven league, and they have one of the best young quarterbacks there in Josh Allen. I don't think they're necessarily going to take a step back. But I, I wonder about their overall development. And I know that for, you know, for a lot of good young teams, it's a two steps up, one step back process. And I wonder if we're going to see them kind of take a bit of a step back in 2023. I think that they're still good enough to make the postseason and make some noise and play meaningful games in January. But I wonder about where they are at this stage of their overall development as a franchise. A guy that made a lot of headlines this weekend is Eric Bieniemy, And we were just talking about this in our last segment, a guy you know, who's been at the helm of the offense for Kansas City for the last several years, has a couple rings jingling and jangling in his pocket. What do you make of the lateral move or semi-lateral move to the commanders where, frankly, they're the worst team in their division, they have an unknown at quarterback, and Eric Bieniemy's basically staking his claim to saying, I'm the real deal, I can fix this. Yeah, and I think it's a great move on his part because, honestly, look, he was never going to become the head coach in Kansas City. We saw Kind of a similar situation. I'm not saying it's completely similar, but kind of a similar situation in New England with Josh McDaniels where he left, came back, left, came back. Uh, because, again, he was not going to be the head coach in New England, and so he decided to go out and kind of you know stake his claim elsewhere. Now, that being said, as you mentioned, it was a lateral move. I, I think that the proof is going to be in the pudding here that we've heard so much about the greatness of Eric Bieniemy over the last couple of years. We talked about, you know, is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Is it, is it the coach? Is it the player? We're going to be able to find out now just how good Eric Bieniemy is. He was part of a great team, a great franchise, and he did a lot of great things with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to be intrigued to see how he works in Washington and whether or not there's the possibility for growth there down the road, You know, depending on Ron Rivera's future. So if he could become eventually become the, the head coach, I, I have to wonder that that was at least part of the conversation when you're bringing in a guy like Eric Bieniemy, given his current situation. All right, before I let you go, got to sneak in an NBA question here. The Celtics, is this the year uh, Tatum gets his ring? I love it. I love it. I, I don't know if this is the year, but to be able to see him do what he did last night. And look, the All-Star game is what it is. You know, it's, it's a glorified layup line, really, at this point. But this is a guy who has made tremendous leaps forward over the last year and a half. And if he doesn't win it this year, I think, I think there's a really good chance he's going to win it next year. I, I think the Really, it stung last season when they lost to the Warriors, that process for him. It was a tremendous learning experience for him. So I think he's going to be able to take that, use it as a teachable moment, and and really kind of allow that to to fuel him moving forward. I don't, like I said, I don't know if he's going to win it this year, but look, he's going to be on the short list as, as a guy with a championship ring within the next two to three years. I'll put it that way. Christopher Price, check him out at the Patriots Report podcast. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. My pleasure. Take care.
All right. When we get back, we're going to close this puppy out. We're going to chat with our buddy Caleb Johnson, who's coming up next at the top of the hour. I'll pepper him with a couple of questions of stuff we talked about today, including, yes, I'm going to ask him about Trey Young. Everybody brace yourself. 404-741-0929. It is Chris Thomas in for Dukes and Bell right here. Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Monday, President's Day. Chris Thomas in for Dukes and Bell right here. Sports Radio 92.9 on the game. Coming up at the top of the hour, Caleb Johnson takes over. We will chat with him in just a minute. But how about this, E? Woj, ESPN sources. Free agent center Myers Leonard out of the NBA since March of 2021 after uttering an anti-Semitic slur on a video game live stream and rehabbing an injury is signing a 10-day contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. Whoa. I thought this guy was Gonzo from the NBA. Yeah, I thought he was blacklisted, blackballed. He should Whatever be. you can come up with an analogy, a, a cliche statement. Um, the Bucks are going to get some backlash from this one. Oh, sorry. Right. I mean, you should see the comments under the Woj post. The right Bucks now. PR team are going to earn their salary this yeah, couple weeks. I mean, but here's my thing. He's not good enough for a second chance. He's a 10-year journeyman center that averages five points a game. Well, I mean, I know they got a lot of injuries up there. I mean, do they just need a big body to Myers Leonard is the – you couldn't call anybody else? I mean – The the scrap heap of the NBA big men lists. It must be really short. Wow. I mean – you know, Bismack Biombo's not floating around yeah. somewhere. The, Demarcus Cousins still looking for work, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, right. I mean, he can't he can't give you five points a game, Demarcus Cousins, I'll tell you, and man. just collect five fouls and you know put a hurt on somebody. Hey, I mean, Myers Leonard getting a second check. I mean, if he really took the time and rehabbed his image, and you know, learned yeah, everybody gets second chances. Say, so. Second chance, okay, but. When you do what he did live and like, how can you have somebody as a part of your organization whose history includes saying something to that level of vulgarity? I mean, the only way usually you can overcome something like that is if you're a superstar. I mean, and you got to be like a superstar, superstar. Colin Kaepernick was a good quarterback in the NFL. Ten times the player that Myers Leonard, a hundred times superstar, the superstar. That, yeah. that Myers Leonard is in the NBA, right. and he never got a second chance. No, nah, well, and he didn't say that. I mean, I mean, come on, man, you got to be kidding me with this one. Come on, Coach Bud, aren't you calling some shots up there, man? Yeah, I mean, but you should know better. Where's bring Serge Ibaka back? I mean, where where are these guys? There's got to be somebody there, else. There, out there, there, there's somebody sitting in the big three right now. Like, really? Uh, my agent didn't make make a call up to Milwaukee for me. You're fired. Yeah, I mean, and Giannis is such like a pure-hearted, fun, funny, you know, like seemingly loving and caring kind of guy. Why do you want that guy yeah. on your roster it, next it, to him? Is Dwight Howard not done with the, uh, the training over there, wherever he is, going through the military towel training? you watch yeah, any of that crap? I, no, I mean, he was, <laughs> and a couple of years ago, Dwight Howard actually contributed to a title. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, where, where but now he he's going. He's going through Army Ranger training on TV. Is he on that show on Fox. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that show was yeah. so. Mike Piazza's on that show. Yeah. A whole bunch of people. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that show looks awful. But yeah, my so Myers Leonard signing a ten day contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, you want to talk about a redemption story? I mean, this guy was just given the Willy Wonka golden ticket to resurge his career, make the most of this opportunity, and look to get paid again. I mean, not that he's going to make a ton of money anywhere at this stage in his career, but you're telling me Myers Leonard is good enough to overcome using that word on a video game live stream? Because what that does is you're representing the team. You're representing the brand. You're representing the front of the jersey with the name on the back. That's why the name's not on the front of the jersey, because it's team first. It's organization first. I'm excited to get this guy's opinion on this, because he is one of our NBA buffs here at the radio station, Caleb Johnson, and we'll fill him in again as he walks in the studio. Did you see this news, Caleb, about Myers Leonard getting a shot with the Milwaukee Bucks on a 10-day contract? I mean... As somebody who knows this league and some of the inner workings, what the heck is going on with this? Uh, okay. It's weird that they're doing it now. That's the that's the main thing is that because remember we had this discussion like this, this discussion was going on like a month or so ago because Myers Leonard was potentially looking at um, getting a, a 10 day or a contract yeah, with the he's, Lakers. He's healthy now. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was essentially like. Is he living and breathing and potentially could, you know, play some defense uh, and help out in any way the Lakers? So they were considering it. Then it just kind of completely died away. Now we brought it back up and now he's getting a 10 day with the Bucks. I'm kind of confused. The only here, here's the, the thing that I struggle with is I go like, I honestly, I don't remember. Did he apologize? He supposedly has done the the right trap okay because that's the thing is like so at what point is a guy allowed to come back i don't know well but we're not talking about a guy that you know shows up you know in an office building every day making forty five thousand dollars a year correct and makes a mistake and gets a second chance this guy is a public figure Uh he did it in a public forum this Uh wasn't something that was secretly recorded and i don't care if your excuse was you didn't fully understand how bad of a word it was this that's that's as bad of a screw up as you can make you know there's only a handful of words that get into that category sure and they they and the, the punishment in my opinion fit the crime but here's the kicker caleb I was just joking around with Eric. Like, Robin Lopez isn't out there to go play 10 minutes a night for you and give you five points and, you know, collect five fouls. Yeah. Bismack Biombo. Yeah. You know? uh, Where's Serge Ibaka? That's, that's, <laughs> they let him go. I know. But that, that's yeah. what I'm, so bring him back. That's, <laughs> yeah. what, that's what I'm saying. Like, where are these guys? Like, is, is 42-year-old Zach Randolph, does he want to come play? <laughs> I mean, like, because that's all that he is. I mean, he's he's not a good player. He's a body. Yeah, that that's why it really it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I'm trying to remember, like who who all is is injured for them right now. Like what is the the ten day kind of like what is the purpose of them doing this whole ten day thing? I think of you know obviously the Hawks. Um, and now I am planking on his name. The Hawks brought in a ten day earlier this year, and that was strict strictly a Clint Capella is hurt, and so we might need a body. Oh, remember the COVID squad from a couple yep. years ago? Absolutely. 
So they all right, here we go. As of February 15th, Bobby Portis is out. Chris Middleton day to day, Pat Connaughton day to day, and Giannis day to day. So there you go. They they literally they need a body in case things get any worse. But Myers Leonard? Like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not even like a borderline good player. He's l- quite literally a body. At the, and, and he hasn't played in two years. And he hasn't. That's the, that's the bigger thing is I, I feel like they, the Bucks must see something out of this where they're like, well, he also hasn't taken two years worth of contact and, and you know, running up and down the court kind of thing. So maybe we can squeeze something out of this. I I don't know. It, it's very confusing. I have no idea what they're thinking with this other than, other than what you've exactly been saying. He is a literal body to be out there. 5.6 points a game, 3.9 rebounds, 0.9 assists, 48% from the field, 12.0 PER for his career. Mm-hmm. And that's the best you can do with the baggage? <laughs> like, yeah. Giannis is like the most wholesome player in the NBA. Now you're pairing this guy next to him. I don't I don't get it. I mean, maybe there's some, like, uh, somebody feels bad for him and they want some, you know, like, okay, he he's he's done his time, essentially. Let's do some some image repair. I don't know. That uh, is, It really, it's I a mean, major head scratcher. I mean, woof. All right. Well, that's something you can talk about on your show. What else you got coming up? <laughs> Um, let's see. We're going to, we're going to cover a few different bases tonight as I, I get four hours tonight by myself to, uh, go over this Hawks thing once again. Um, uh, because I, I did give the people a little bit of a taste on Saturday, uh, that there is, there is one thing the Hawks can do this final 24 games to fix their season. There's only one thing they've tried everything. They haven't tried this one thing. I talked about it on Saturday. I'm going to remind the people about it today for those that didn't catch it on Saturday. Uh, and then also, um, I'm excited to to talk to Josh Sims uh, of uh, of NASCAR on Fox, who um, is the first African American uh, reporter for NASCAR on Fox, Very just like nice. NASCAR in general. Uh, and so the Daytona 500 yesterday was his first time um, covering. Uh, big time NASCAR rather than some of the the smaller uh, stock car stuff. That's so. the one where they make a bunch of left hand turns. It right? is. Okay. It is. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. they still managed to make it exciting yesterday. What, what, the longest race ever. I was, it was. reading. It wow. absolutely How was. How yeah. about that? Tiger, maybe time. a little Tiger Woods talk as well. I'm staying. I. You know what? I talked about Tiger on Saturday. I'm good. I mean, that was. Yay! He's back. Ooh, I don't see. I would. I got to be very careful, oh, though. Yeah, I got to be very careful for you. Caleb. I know. I know. Oh, trust me. There's there. I've got an old friend of mine who was very familiar who who got the name hot take for uh, saying that he thought, you know, that Tiger was going to be done before the uh, 2019 Masters. So I'm not willing to go there. I'm just I know he moves the needle for a lot of people. I just don't care. And for a lot of uh, men out there, he moves the needle literally and figuratively. <laughs> And, and we'll, leave, we'll leave it at that. All that no more comments. coming up with Caleb Johnson at the top of the hour. Right now, E, let's clear our throat. Dukes and Bella wrapping up another show. So it's time for Let Me Clear My Throat on Sports Radio 92.9. Oh. Big shout out to everyone who joined the program today. Voice of the Hawks, Steve Holman. We had uh, Joe Patrick in studio for the entire hour. If you missed that, 
We had a great time doing our Falcons roundtable here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thanks to everyone who called and texted in on that. We also had Christopher Price, who covers the Patriots in the NFL. Great spot with him as well. Super producer Eric, thanks to you. Why don't you get us out of here and clear your throat? Well, man, I want to say I uh, appreciate working with you. I enjoy every time I see me and you together on the schedule. We've been having a lot of this over the past couple weeks as I am no longer a weekend morning producer. I'm more of an evening and afternoon producer. And, of course, on all these holidays, you find us all in here, the, the regular force. we got my man Day Day over here. Shouts out to Garrett, who was here earlier, Chris Goforth, the, the holiday crew that keeps this place going. We need to have a special day just for us. Yeah, you feel that, me? that's right. The company I mean, should give us a brunch or something. Yeah. I wouldn't hold your breath on that. All right, I'll say this to get us out of here. We started the show with it. I'll end the show with it. Trey Young, step it up. You need to be the leader off the court and on the court that this team needs. And Hawks fans out there, I know he's the leader of this team, but it's not enough. And I'm sorry to say that, guys. It's just not enough right now. When you're down and out as a team... And DJ's not playing up to his standards. Hunter's not playing up to his standards. John Collins isn't playing up to his standards. You need the guy that's making the big bills and the big paycheck to step up. I don't care if you're not a vocal leader, Trey. You can fake it to the media and fake it to the Hawks fans who are watching a team that's a game under 500, drowning trying to stay in a playoff race with 23 or 24 games left. If you love the show, you tell your friends. And if you don't, Dylan Matthews, you left the fridge open. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.